This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right. Off the top in this hour, very uh, excited about this conversation here today. Uh, one of the big names is going to be here next week. I think it all gets underway Thursday. The Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. More details at calgaryexpo.com. But it's interesting because I believe this is his first time coming to the Calgary Expo. And this is a guy who's got roots here in Calgary, born here in Calgary, as a matter of fact. Went to Cal- uh, high school here in Calgary, William Aberhart High School. Uh, it still has family here. Uh, Todd McFarlane is known as the creator of Spawn, the comic, the character, the movie, of course. Uh, he's the founder of Image Comics, the founder of McFarlane Toys, uh, and so much more. He's going to be uh, one of the big names here next week, and he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Todd, so great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Ah, thanks for giving me the time today. Good to talk to you. This is interesting. This is actually your first appearance at the Calgary Expo, isn't it? Yeah, not weird. I mean, uh, I mean, there, there was no conventions there when I was, you know, living there. So, yeah. you know, they came a little bit later. But um, I, yeah, I, the best I can come up with is that you know I I do go to Calgary from time to time because I still have family there, right? And 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 maybe they, it's just always fallen just before I'm going to go make a trip to go visit family or just after. So this one, I was able to figure out how to combine the two and say, okay, I'll bring my family up. I'll go visit some family and I'll go do, I'll go do the convention at the same time. Yeah. So how are you feeling about it? You looking forward to this? Yeah, no, I believe me. Any, anytime I come back to Calgary period. Right. So you, you, you just, you know, you can't, no matter how long I live down here in the States or where I live, I, I, I still consider myself a little, Canadian Calgary boy, right? So, uh, it just you can't you can't you can't take the boy out of, <laughs> out of out of the country, if you will. So I I I love it, you know. And my wife and I have even talked about you know once all the kids sort of go off to college, maybe getting a second home in Calgary because it gets hot down here in Phoenix. It's where I live. That's what I hear. So <laughs> yeah, so you you go, hey, let's let's get out and let's go to someplace beautiful, and you go, let's just go back home. My wife's Canadian, and Calgarian too. So you know we, that's where we met. So. Yeah, and, and so the, the timeline, your, your time in Calgary, now you were born here, and then uh, I yep. understand then you went to, to live in California for some years, and you came back yep. for high school, was that right? Yeah, so I mean, we we, we bounced back and forth uh, yeah. once or twice very shortly, but but yeah, the formative years were from grade 9 to 12, uh, and you know, again, I, I, I went to William Aberhart, graduated there, played football, baseball, basketball, volleyball, track, I mean, you name it, I was, I was the athlete guy, right? But at the same time, uh, it was that, that same era when I was about 16 where I discovered comic books. I started buying comic books for no good reason that I can recall um, and got, got smitten by it, uh, sat down, decided that as being an incessant doodler for the last 10 years of my life, I, I, I was going to train myself to a specific style and the style was was American comic books, and so I I I spent years, you know, through high school and then off over in college, sending off my samples. And after about three hundred rejections, they finally said, <laughs> "Uncle, Uncle, just give him a job." So he stopped sending so many samples to us every month. I just I think I just wore them out. And they finally gave me a job. And again, I was I was below average at best when I broke in, and and fortunately they were paying me to. To, to get better. And over time, I, I guess I, I figured out a few tricks and eventually the fans sort of jumped on board and I was able to get a couple big characters, Batman and Hulk, and then ultimately 
Spider-Man propelled me, you know, and we set yeah. some sales records with that, and, and then eventually started our own uh, our own comic company. It's, it's funny because most people go, oh, Marvel, DC, Marvel, DC, even laymen know those two companies. But if you ask the follow-up question, which is, I wonder who's third, That that's our company, and it has been for the past 20-plus 20, 20 years. Well, and you know, it's interesting because, you know, I read that, that you were the one who convinced Stan Lee to come to the, the Comic Expo this year. What, what's your relationship with, with him, <laughs> with, with Marvel? How do they, how do they view you? Uh... Yeah, yeah, you know, I, Mar, 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 I, I always tell people, you know, they they ask me, go, hey, you can go back and draw Spider Man, you're going to do Marvel, <laughs> and I'm like, the answer is the answer is no, and it's not because there's any hate or any spite, it's because I Marvel to me, I put it in the same bucket as I put William Averhart, loved it, loved going to high school, had lots of friends in high school, but do I plan on going back <laughs> to high school? No, right? It's a great memory and it helped yeah. advance to who I am as a person, but it's like it's in my past, so. My relationship with Stan started long ago, but it's just it's sort of gotten tighter and tighter and tighter. So that as he's sort of gotten more famous, he does a lot of shows, and he his his you know he's ninety four years old, so yeah. God bless him. And and uh, he his his hearing isn't quite as good as it as it should be, obviously. Um, so he needs a little bit of assistance sometimes when he's up on the panel. So he's always bugging me, go, Todd, come on. I mean, if, <laughs> if you had if Stan had his way, I would just be traveling with him just so I could do all these panels with him, right? So we'll be doing a panel, and I mean, I, I, I did his intro for when he got his walk of, walk of fame down in, in L.A. and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know if he thinks of me as like a surrogate son or something, but we have a good time. We'll, we'll we'll continue to have a good time, and you know, ninety four. You know, it's it's sort of special that he's doing what he's doing, right? And he has the energy to do it. So that that's that's where we're at. Yeah. Now, speaking of William Aberhart, I don't know if this is an urban legend or not, but did did you conceive the character Spawn when you were still in in high school? Yeah, sure. Yeah, when, in the in the basement, right on the house, on the corner. Twenty uh, fourth and Crowchild, right across from McMahon Stadium. It's the house with the round window. If anybody wants to drive by it, you can see it from the corner. Um, yeah. So what happens is when you, you know, when I when I got smitten, I go, hey, I want to, I want to, I want to try and break into comic books. I have to teach myself the style, and then ultimately you have to then do samples. And there's two samples you could do. You could use their characters, or you could create your own. So. I did I did my Superman, Batman, Spider Man samples, but you know, but then I created my own characters, you know. So you have Broccoli Man and Rutabaga Guy and you know Lettuce Lad, um, and and one of the ones that I did back then was a character called Spawn, and I even began. Uh, a comic book because at some point I go if they're never going to give me a job I'm going to just do this independent comic book called Spawn but uh, you know fast forward I, I go to college end up getting a job at Marvel sort of you know climb the, the ladder uh, in terms of fame of fortune if you will and but I never I never pulled any of those characters that I created in high school in Calgary I never pulled them out of my portfolio until we started our own company and then I go, now I have a motivation to pull them out and, and, and do something with them because, uh, prior to that, I would have pulled them out and then, and, you know, I could have, I could have given them to Marvel, but then I, I would have no ownership stake in them. So, so you, you don't think, I mean, if you'd stayed at Marvel and not created image comic, do you, it's, would Spawn have ever seen the light of day? No. You don't think so? No, no. Cause I, I, you know, I was one of these guys that had, read tons and tons 
of articles about the industry before I went in. And I saw that historically, literally for decades, they had been using and eventually abusing a lot of the talent pool, you know, especially if you got the sort of the end of your career. So you weren't quite as sexy. So they went and got the new sexy guy. Right. I mean, at mm-hmm. some point I was the young, the young Turk. Uh, and and there was a there was a gentleman by the name of Jack Kirby and he he's a guy who had a hand in you know creating you know a bunch of those characters that Stan does right now right yeah. so you know Stan co-created these characters but Jack Kirby was the artistic end of it uh and and they called him Jack King Kirby i mean and and it's for a reason Jack King Kirby right he was he's the guy so i go no man, I, I if they can if they can do what I read about to Jack Kirby, then I want they can do it to anybody. Which and I was a nobody, so I went into that industry with my eyes wide open, saying, you know, do do hard work, be as honest, be as forthright as possible, but be aware that at any moment they could just say no thanks, Todd, and 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 make sure that you're saving for a rainy day, make sure that you're doing things that help sort of protect your future and. And eventually one of them was, you know, let's start our own company and, and let's use characters that I'd never given them before. Yeah. So. Well, and it was that approach that led to Image Comics, and it was, in a lot of ways, the same kind of approach that led to McFarlane Toys, too, right? Yeah, I, 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 you could say that I've started companies out of anger, uh, <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm kind of immature like that, right? You know, as soon as you say, Todd, you can't do that, it's like... My the hair in the back of my neck gets up, and I go, oh, yeah, I'll, like I'll, I'll, I'll show you. I'm just I'm 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 still immature like that. Even well, that's a good motto, though. I think. Yeah. Right? Well, well, well. I, I, there's a fine line between being diligent and being tenacious and just being delusional. So <laughs> I, you know, I you suppose. have to figure out which side of that fence that you're on. Yeah. Um. And 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 for me, it was, it was just I, I don't know. I just I you know Marvel eventually just wore me out. You know, they, it was it was I was having silly conversations with them. I was I was their best selling artist at that point, right? And and we had these silly conversations about what I was doing wrong, and it was sort of struck me as odd that like I of everybody in the race, I said I'm leading the race. It didn't seem like you should be criticizing me as often as you are. It was it was a weird it was and and not not promoting. It was weird right. stuff. They're like your your books sell too much. We don't need to promote them. And I thought that was a a weird answer to some conversation that's like, wow, so you're saying if I lose sales, you'll start promoting that? That's yeah. weird. Um, but eventually, like I said, I just, I got wore out. We were going to, my wife and I were going to, who's from uh, Winston Churchill, you know, we were going to start a family, and I just went, eh, it's time. It's time to move. Now, the the, the, the big the big decision wasn't that, you know, you're going to leave either Marvel or D.C. and and go someplace else. It was don't do it one at a time because historically they've been losing their stars one at a time. What had never happened is that the stars got together and walked out at the same time. So the seven of us who started Image Comic Book, to put it in perspective, uh, 6,000 comic books came out that year, 1991, and, and we were responsible for 44 of the top 50 books in yeah. terms of sales that year. So, so it, would, it, it would have been like when I was a kid, the Oilers losing Messier, Anderson, <laughs> Paul Coffey, and Gretzky all on the same day. Not one at a time, but all oh, at the same time. It would have it made an impact, and we made, and we made the impact.
Oh, yeah, you certainly did. Todd, stand by here. We'll take a break, and we'll come back more to talk about with Todd McFarlane, including questions about what's going on with the Spawn reboot. Todd McFarlane will be in Calgary next week, one of the big names of the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. His website, McFarlane.com, or at CalgaryExpo.com. And we're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.